Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. Somebody that's, that is grateful, hallelujah, that you're thankful unto the Lord. Ah, God, hallelujah, would you just help me to praise and magnify the name of the Lord for your goodness, hallelujah, for your loving kindness, for your tender mercy. God, we give you praise on today. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Would you help me to appreciate the Tabernacle of Praise Church Sanctuary Choir? Hallelujah. If you're thankful on today, would you just give the Lord, hallelujah, a praise. Give him the kind of praise that's due his name. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I don't know what I would do without the Lord. Hallelujah. The songwriter saying, when I look around and see just what the Lord has done for me. I don't know what I would do without the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord has certainly has been good to us. Hallelujah. God is gracious. Praise God that he's a God that keeps his word. Hallelujah. He promised he would be with us. Hallelujah. He'd never leave us. He would be there until the end of the age. Hallelujah. Thank God that we're associated, that we're, amen, friends with God. We're sons and daughters, that he would uh, look out for us and watch, watch over us. I thank God for his protection. I thank God for his healing power. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I thank God for touching my body. Hallelujah. And healing me. Hallelujah. Saving my soul, delivering my soul from hell. It's just good to be on the Lord's side. Hallelujah. I'd like to address your attention this morning. I want to certainly stick with the theme of what I believe is the temper and temperature of this, this, this service on this morning. I'd like to address, your, uh, address you from a passage of scripture in the book of St. Luke, the 17th chapter. There is a familiar story there of which I would like to uh, e extrapolate, amen, from the text and share with you and believe certainly that you would uh, adhere to the same type of thanksgiving that I am uh, thanking God for even now. I realize that's a little early, glory to God, but the season has already started. There's evidence Hallelujah, that we need to be thankful unto the Lord Jesus. So from the book of St. Luke, chapter 17, beginning at the 11th verse, and I'll read down through uh, the 19th. I invite you to read along with me if you pray. Uh, my intention is not to be before you very long. I want to get to the point. Hallelujah, I want to engage us really in, 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 in thanksgiving unto the Lord 
because I just believe that after all that has gone on is going on around us, we have an awful lot to be thankful for. Luke 17, verse 11. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. I, I've got to stop right there. With a loud voice glorified God and fell down in his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. I just want to speak to you just for a few moments, only a few moments, from the thought, because I put myself in the story, and so I had to make it personal, and so I'm going to ask you to help me to make it personal, and if you would just say with me, I came back to say thank you. I came back to say thank you. Precious Father, we honor you. We bless you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God, for your goodness, your loving kindness. Thank you for your tender mercies. Hallelujah. I heard it said just moments ago. Hallelujah. It's because of your mercies, God, that we are not consumed. And I praise you on today. God, we honor you. We ask that you will come into this place. Hallelujah. Move through the airways and the, and the, and the skyways. God, however this word, oh God, is being heard, I ask, Lord, that you would be in the midst of it to lead us and guide us, cause us to understand that it is still, even in 2020, it's in you that we live, that we move, that we have our being. God, and if anybody, hallelujah, ought to be thankful, it should be your people. Hallelujah, cause us to be examples of thankfulness. God, in our everyday lives, we come, oh God, we thank you for the privilege of being able to gather together in this house of worship. God, but it won't be complete until we give you the kind of glory, hallelujah, that is due your name. And so we ask that you would move upon each and every one now. Touch every heart. Cause us to be a thankful people in the name of Jesus not afraid to show it, not afraid to tell it. And we'll be careful to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. 
In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen, you may be seated. Realize that in the mind of some, I might be a little bit premature in my thoughts today. But after just engaging uh, in my activities and certainly uh, in my position of trying to stay current and up to date on the things that are taking place in our nation, in our world, I just felt it necessary, amen, to consider the times in which we find ourselves, especially over the last nine months, our lives have been changed drastically. And to understand that sometimes it's just good to take the time out. Hallelujah. When we look and see everything that's going on, just take the time out to say, thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. It's good for us to reflect on God's mercy. Good to us to understand and know that God is concerned about us. How often, hallelujah, if we stay, take the time to reflect on how God has protected us, how God has kept us. Some might reflect on the fact that, that, that God has healed them recently. And then there's a tendency for us to approach God when we approach him from a standpoint of always wanting something from God. We never become satisfied with what God has done for us already. But I just thought that it would be appropriate, that it would be right, hallelujah, for us to take some time out, hallelujah, and just give God some praise rather than continue. Hallelujah. Glory to God to ask God, uh, hallelujah, for, for more things, for a better car, for a bigger house, for a, a, another job, for a better job. Just take time out and say, thank you, Lord, uh, for all that you have done for me. We're living in a time right now that most of us have never, ever seen before. Somebody said that once Bishop J.O. Patterson said it like this, we're living in a time that man has never seen before and a time that God has only seen a few times. It's just the kind of world in which we're, we're living in. And uh, it causes us to recognize how important it is to know the word of God, to know what it is that we're supposed to do, that we might be able not only to stay in right standing with God, but be able to approach God on the behalf of others. We're living in a day and time when it's easy to be selfish, hallelujah, but the Christian thing to really do is to stand in the gap for others. To understand no matter what we're going through, sometimes we want to personalize it, but we're living in a day and time where everybody is being affected. And it doesn't matter what you're going through, what kind of danger that you face, whether it's as a result of, of the wrath or the hatred of, of, of vicious and vindictive men, 
or an economy that threatens our very livelihood. Hallelujah. Even if you consider the pandemic that has taken from us almost 250,000 American people alone. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We still have an awful lot to be thankful for. Because God said in his word that he would never leave us. He would never forsake us. He would be there until the end of the age. So many times we become preoccupied with what's in front of us. What we're faced with right now. Until we forget just what God has done behind us. All the stuff that he's already brought us through. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The faith that we had to employ on yesterday, on last year, that has enabled us to get to where we are right now. Glory to God. We need to get to the point to where we don't allow ourselves to be so consumed with what's in front of us until we're not thankful for what's behind us. Like God said to Jeremiah, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Thoughts of peace and not evil to bring you to an expected end. And so we're encouraged through the word of God, even during times like these, uh, to count it all joy when we fall into diverse temptations. Count it all joy when there are tests and there are trials. Uh, hallelujah. Because God has a purpose behind it all. Because you have to know that between point A, where God promises to bless you, and point B, where you begin to see the, the fruition of what God has promised, there are going to be obstacles that are going to be in the way between point A and point B. There are going to be mountains. There are going to be storms. There are going to be minefields. There are going to be pitfalls and setbacks. But God already knew that when he promised you at point A, what was going to be, what was going to take place by the time you get to point B. And God knew what was in, uh, in, in store for us. And God says in his word, uh, hallelujah, glory, you don't have to be worried uh, about what's going to happen between point A and point B because I'm going to be with you through it all. And so it doesn't matter what you have to encounter along the journey. You've got to learn how to keep the faith in spite of the circumstances that you're going through. You've got to learn that even in difficult times, it's important to be able to keep a praise, hallelujah, on your mouth, to keep thanksgiving in your heart, and know that God is going to bring us out all right. Hallelujah. David said in Psalms 34 that I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I'll praise him when everything is going right. I'll praise him when things are going wrong. I'll praise him when I'm on the mountaintop. I'll praise him when I'm in the valley. I'll praise him when I'm standing on life. I'll praise him when it seems like life is standing on me 
When Jesus told the disciples in, 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 to get into the boat uh, in Luke chapter 8 and pass over to the other side, uh, glory to God, the Bible records uh, that while they were en route, uh, that Jesus decided to take a nap. And while Jesus was taking a nap, the Bible says that, that the boat began to fill up with water because there was a storm. And the disciples became panicked with fear and had the nerve enough to go to Jesus and wake up Jesus and say, Carest thou not that we perish? What would make you think that you are going to perish if Jesus is on the boat. Jesus didn't say, let's go out into the midst of the sea and sink. He said, let's go to the other side. And when he said, let's go to the other side, he knew that there was going to be a storm in between side A and side B. But when Jesus is in charge, you can just say, let's go to the other side. If you believe that you're going to go to the other side, just give God a praise. You might feel like you're being tossed and driven somewhere between point A and point B, but you've got to be able to tell the devil right now that I thank God because I know God is going to bring me out on the other side. And so here in the 17th chapter of St. Luke, we have this story of the 10 lepers. And one of the things that we see here is that sometimes there is more appreciation for what God is doing in many cases among unbelievers than there are sometimes the believers. That sometimes unbelievers are able to recognize how good God is in their lives uh, and be able to thank God uh, much more than those that God, uh, hallelujah, has called his own, uh, has brought us out of darkness into this marvelous light that have been walking with him. Uh, glory to God. We start getting used to God uh, and we forget uh, many times. We don't have markers that we leave behind uh, like they used to do in the Old Testament that would cause us at certain times to stop and give God praise for bringing us out. And so Jesus is traveling through the midst of Samaria and these men must have uh, determined in their mind. They had somehow decided perhaps as the noise of the crowd, hallelujah, was getting louder and louder, that there must be something going on uh, that would, uh, would capture their attention. That perhaps uh, that something special was, was within the vicinity and they decided to kind of check it out because they were lepers. And in that particular day, there was no way that lepers uh, could actually commune or or integrate uh, with anybody else. They had their own colony. They set them outside. Uh, they put everybody out there that was leprous together. 
And I just believe that they heard uh, this crowd gathering around them. And one of them must have recognized that in the midst of the crowd was Jesus. And he told them, I believe I see Jesus in the crowd. And the Bible said that they all, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, got together and decided we, we, we've got to do something. If we sit here, we're going to die because there was no cure for leprosy. Because if you were a leper, you couldn't get close to Jesus. And so the Bible says that they got together and maybe they thought that if one yelled, hallelujah, God, Jesus wouldn't hear them. So all 10 of them, according to what I believe the Bible said, they shouted unto Jesus, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Mercy is, is that thing that all of us need. That many of us even now are asking, uh, hallelujah, as we beseech God, uh, Lord Jesus, uh, have mercy. When we come together in prayer, we're asking God to have mercy. Hallelujah. When we're leaving home, in many cases, to go to work, we don't know what's going to face us. And so we ask God to have mercy. Even when we go to the grocery store, we're asking God to have mercy on us. Because except for the grace of God, there go I. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's because of your mercies that we are not consumed. Every day that I wake up, hallelujah, and realize, hallelujah, I have a reasonable portion of health and strength. I don't have a cough. I still have the taste in my mouth. Hallelujah. I don't have aches and pains. I begin to glorify and magnify God because I'm saying that this is another day uh, that God has given me mercy and I thank God for his mercy and because they were lepers they had to shout out to the Lord because the laws of Israel had forbade them that if they were leprous they couldn't come in contact with anybody that wasn't leprous they couldn't be in the proximity of anybody that was not leprous. So as they shouted out to Jesus, hallelujah, the Bible records apparently Jesus heard them and he shouted back to them, go show yourself to the priest. Go show yourself to the priest. Now the law in that day uh, demanded that when a person believed that they were cleansed from leprosy, they didn't go to the doctor. They didn't go to the hospital. They went to the priest. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because the priest could, the, the priest was the only one that could pronounce uh, that they were healed, uh, that could allow them uh, to come back and commune with everybody else. It was not a doctor or the CDC 
that could admit them back into society. Glory to God when they were cleansed, but rather the priest. And so Jesus instructs them to go and show themselves to the priest. And at that point, when Jesus said it, there was no physical evidence that they had been cleansed. They still had this coloring patches on their skin. They still experienced painful aches in their joints. They still had weakness in their hands and feet, blisters everywhere. But how many of you know that, that, that when you've done all that you know to do and when you have gone as far as you can go, when you have spent as much as you can spend, when it seems like all hope is gone, when you're running out of time and running out of strength and running out of life, sometimes, hallelujah, as the song used to say, you got to stretch out on Jesus. You've got to stretch out on the word of God. Hallelujah. When you can't, when you can't see the evidence, faith has to kick in. Hallelujah. And say, even though I can't see it, God, because you've said it, I'm going to believe it. And so acting on the authority of Jesus' words, those 10 lepers started walking making their way to the priest to show themselves. And while they were en route to the priest, something started happening. Hallelujah. It wasn't all at once. It was while they were on their way to the priest that all of the painful sores uh, begin to dry up. Uh, hallelujah. The nerve damage uh, begin to heal. Uh, color uh, start coming back to their skin. Uh, they looked at one another. Uh, hallelujah. And saw uh, that something was taking place. The ulcers under their feet. Glory to God. All of a sudden they were gone. The swelling in their face. The swelling in their ears. I said subsided. They begin to regain their eyelashes and their eyebrows as their skin was returning back to normal. I can imagine what was going on uh, in their minds. Uh, they started thinking about uh, they were going to have the opportunity to go back home. How nice it would be to be able to go back to work. How refreshing it would be to be able to reunite with friends and loved ones. But as they, as they begin to go a little bit further, one of them says to the others, I don't know about you. But before I go any farther, before I have an opportunity to show myself to the priest, before I leave the priest and decide I'm going to go back home with my family, hallelujah, before all of that, I first need to go back to the one that spoke to my disease. 
and cleanse my body. I've got to go back to the man that spoke over my life when I was thought that I was on my way to the graveyard. He said, live. Hallelujah. I got to go back to the one that gave me new life. I just want to get into the presence of the one. Hallelujah. I just want to get into the one, in the presence of the one. Hallelujah. That spoke healing in my life. And I want to say, like Andre Crouch, thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for me. Verse 15 says, and one of them went back when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice and glorified God. Hallelujah. That said to me that the time in which we're living is not a time for us to be timid. It's not a time for us to be cute. It's not time, hallelujah, for us to be poised. Because when we consider how good God has been to us, when we consider, hallelujah, that millions have been infected, but there's some of us that haven't ever been affected. A quarter of a million have passed away. But you're still here. That's enough all by itself to give God some praise. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to praise God for making a way when there seemed to be no way. Praise him for staying the hand of the enemy because if the devil could have, he would have taken you out. But we need to do like that man did. Glory to God. Go back to Jesus with a loud voice. Don't worry about being, hallelujah, looked at funny. But when you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done, you ought to just give God the best praise that you possibly can. You ought to tell God, thank you for touching me. Thank you for making a way for me. Thank you for protecting me. The Bible says when he got back to Jesus, he fell down, hallelujah, on his face at the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. Begin to give him thanks. Begin to say to Jesus, Master, I thank you because I was on my way to an untimely grave. Lord, I thank you. I wasn't fit to live, but I wasn't ready to die. But you touched my body. Lord, I thank you. I was on my way to hell. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I didn't have God in my life. But since you have spoken a word over my life, my life has been restored. My life has been renewed. My hopes of my heart has been redeemed. And all I want to do is take a little time right now and say thank you Lord for all that you have done for me. Is there anybody in here that doesn't mind saying thank you Lord for all that you've done?
for me. There's a songwriter saying tragedies, uh, hallelujah, in 2020 uh, are commonplace. Uh, all kind of diseases, uh, COVID-19, uh, are taking people away. Uh, the economy is down. Uh, folk are out of work. Uh, can't get enough pay. Uh, but ask for me. Is there any ask for me people in here? As for me, all I can say is thank you, Lord, for what you've done for me. You ought to lift up your voice. You ought to lift up those hands and begin to praise God and say thank you, Lord, for what you've done for me. Thank you for bringing me out. Thank you for sustaining me. I'm closing but Jesus realizing that he had healed ten asked the man where are the other nine did not I heal ten where are the other nine listen the other nine and I'm not talking about anybody but the other nine were Israelites and perhaps the Israelites felt like they were entitled to be healed hallelujah sometimes saints get to the point to where they feel like they are entitled but this man this man was a Samaritan. The Bible points it out. If it wasn't, if he didn't want to point it out, he would have left it out. But he said, this man wasn't like those. He realized that he was a sinner, but he had sense enough to have gratitude. He felt the need to go back to the one that had saved him, that had healed him, and say, thank you, Lord. It, it wasn't enough, though, hallelujah, because see, when, when God's really touched your body, when God's really delivered you, when God's really made a way for you, and you know that if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, the enemy would have swallowed you up quick. You don't have a problem giving God praise. The Bible said that the man went back to Jesus. He told the other guys, y'all go ahead on show yourself to the priest. Hallelujah, the priest didn't heal me. I'm going back to the one, hallelujah, that touched my body, that turned things around in my life. Is there anybody in here that when you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for you, when you remember how he healed your body, when you remember how he stayed the hand of death, when you remember how he made a way for you out of no way, how he saved your soul from the pits of hell, if you don't feel like giving God a little praise, I'm just going to ask you to stand all over the building. I don't want to say any more about this, but are there any thankful people in here? 
that don't mind lifting up your voice, taking about a minute and a half, taking about, taking just a few moments just to give God the thanks that's due his name. Thanking God that I have my health and my strength. Thank you, Lord, for this mask that I'm wearing. I thank you because you're protecting me through it. Thank you, Lord, that I still have a roof over my head. Thank you, Lord. I still have food on the table. Thank you, Lord. I'm not a, that I'm not one of the, the 8 million in recent months that have fallen into poverty. We have an awful lot to be thankful for. I am going to pray. But while we're standing, I'm going to ask First Lady if she would just lead us. It's, it's the song that she knows well. Many of us know it. I just believe that it'll kind of help set the atmosphere, amen, before we pray. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together. Let's praise and magnify the name of the Lord. Tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases. People are slipping away. Economies down. Can't get enough pay. But as for me,
put your hands together. Let's give God a, a praise. Raise your voice in this place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How we thank you. How we bless you. Hallelujah. While you're standing, I want to pray. Certainly, if you're viewing us by way of live stream, we certainly want to invite you to pray with us. We realize that these are tumultuous times, but we thank God, hallelujah, that we have a God that's on the job. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That loves us, that protects us, that continues, oh God, to watch over us. And for this, we are grateful. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads with me in a word of prayer. Precious Father, we come thanking you, thanking you for everything that you have done. God, you continue to watch over your people. You continue to introduce to us each and every day new mercies. God, and for this, we're grateful. Thank you that we have the mind to come, join ourselves, lift up our voices, give your name the glory and the praise, have thanksgiving in our hearts, a praise on our lips. Hallelujah, when we consider just how good you have been to us. God, there's somebody out there that doesn't know you in the pardoning of their sins. We're going to ask you, Lord Jesus, to touch. Touch them right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Give them to know that you have loved them with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. They're not viewing, oh God, uh, hallelujah, by, by happenstance, oh God, but it's because uh, you have so ordered it so that you might let them know, God, that you love them with an everlasting love. And so we ask, God, uh, hallelujah, that you would give them the heart, the mind, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, to confess before you, hallelujah, that they've, that they've sinned and come short of the glory of God. Hallelujah. We ask, Lord, uh, that you would enable us to lead them uh, in a word of prayer right now, uh, that they would ask that you would forgive them of their sins. Uh, heal them, oh God, uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, God, we pray right now. Uh, hallelujah. God, you would cause us to know uh, that we have missed the mark, uh, but we're sorry. Uh, we repent, oh God, in the name of Jesus uh, for our errors. We ask, uh, hallelujah, that you would take us in, uh, that you would save us from our sins. Heal us. Hallelujah. From this sin sick disease. God, and we give your name the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise now in the name of Jesus. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you would take us down from this place now. Keep us in the center of your will. Protect our going out and our coming in. Hallelujah. Be with us, Lord. Hallelujah. In our work, in our leisure, in our rising, our setting. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Protect us. Cover us in your blood. Give your angels charge over us to keep us in all of our ways. And we'll be careful always to give your name glory, to give you honor and praise. These things we ask in your name and for your sake. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen, you're dismissed. Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.